Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The president of the Irish National Teachers Organization uh, is currently Corkman John Driscoll. And he has been writing about resources in, in the schools just with weeks to go to the start of the new school term. And uh, he has called on the government to invest. And John, you've accused the government of chronic underinvestment over the period of years. Good morning to you. Good morning, Peach, and uh, thank you for the invitation to speak. Yeah, I, I suppose if I could just focus on one thing for, for a start, if you, if you just talk about the capitation, the funding that schools receive, PJ, yeah. the, the primary school figure is, is such, such a, a gap to the secondary. So every primary pupil in the country is funded to a level of 183 euro per year and the contrast to secondary school then is 316 so i I always use the example of a child of 12 years of age in in june in primary school and then maybe going 500 yards down the road to secondary school in september and suddenly there's an increase of 130 euro Mm. and it's per pupil so as you can imagine over the whole school population there's a, a huge discrepancy there mm-hmm. and even where we are now we're, we're at 183 we were over 200 prior to you know recession and cuts and so on so we, we haven't got back to that and s- schools just like every one of your listeners are going to be faced with the increased energy costs as, as we head into the winter and not not to mention the general funding of schools now. Um, our own constitution talks about the government providing free primary education and anyone who has had children go through school will know that that isn't the reality. Okay, you don't it's have a, a free... It's a myth, school, but to be fair. It is. It so, is. So the capitation, um, just for people who might understand yeah. the term. So if I have a school of 100 pupils, I get yes. €183 Euro per pupil. Uh, That's correct. For the whole year. To fund yeah. what, John? To to fund basically um, heating, cleaning, electricity, the, the, the main kind of bills of the school. So but, that's less than 20,000 in a school of 100. Yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it, isn't, it isn't sufficient. And, and then unfortunately, the s- schools are, are often in the invidious position and, and certainly... Um, from from our union's point of view, we, we certainly are not in favour of, of having to ask parents for money. We believe that the school should be funded completely by the state 
and even down to the cost of school books. Now, I know the back to school loans has been doubled this year, which is obviously is very welcome and a great help to people who are able to benefit from that. But PJ, you, you, you and your listeners will know that there are thousands and thousands of, of, of ordinary people with maybe one or two parents working with a couple of children going to school. Mm. And it is an expensive time. Absolutely. So, it, it, you know, e- even to remove the burden of, of buying school books would be, you know, something that could be done at, at not a huge cost, really, in the overall mm. in the overall scene of, of what you're spending on education, you know. We have some of the biggest classes in the European Union. Now, we still have a, a, a lower, a far lower uh, classroom average than when you I and do. I were going to school. I remember, yes. I remember sitting in a class of 43 kids, like, but now it's yeah. down to 23, 24, which is up yeah. on the EU average. What causes exactly. our class numbers to be so high, John? Well, I, I suppose you're, you're, you're dealing with, a, I suppose, a legacy of that. As, as you said, you can remember 43. I, I, I can actually have a, I have a vague memory of there being something like 50 in my class when I started way back in the, in the 60s. So we, we, have, we have come a long way. It, it just seems to be that we move at, at like a, a snail space to improve. I mean, when, when I'm looking at the official figure here now, the official average is now 22.8. Okay, which is is the lowest since the averages were recorded since two thousand and one, but it's still way above the the European average, which is uh, which is under twenty. And and even just to give a couple of examples, PJ, um, countries like Greece and Italy, which you may remember were banded in with Ireland as being basket cases during the the financial crash, they all have class sizes of eighteen, seventeen, sixteen of an average. So, and even to highlight. Uh, and I know Donica O'Leary made reference to this recently, 66,000 pupils in primary school in classes of more than 30. And just to, just to focus on, on our own area, Cork City and County, there are 243 classes with more than 30. So that's over 7,000 children. So, uh, look, I, I, I have plenty of experience of teaching at different levels and different class groupings. The smallest class I ever had, I think, was about 18 or 19. Right. And the the difference it, it makes, PJ, in that it, it's not suddenly you're, you're on a holiday instead of having 30, but, but you just have more time with each pupil. You, you certainly know each pupil inside out, and you can cater to, to the needs that are there. And the kids so, that's uh, falling, uh, falling back a little bit, you'll spot them, and you might have that few extra minutes in the day. This, 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 this is it. And look, as you said, we, we have come a long way and, and let, we should recognise that. But what, what we're saying to the government now is, look, make make a push, make the push, re- reduce it by two in, in the coming budget. And just for your listeners, PJ, any announcements in terms of education budgets that are made any September, October, they don't come into effect until September of, of the following year. I see. So what, what, what we're calling for would cost, I think, about 10 million next year and I think about 30 million in a whole year. Now, uh, as I always say when I'm talking about figures like this, if somebody asks you or me for 30 million, you won't find it in your credit union account or down the back of the coach. No. But when you look at the education budget, is 9.2 billion. So find, finding 30 million just to deal with that shouldn't be beyond, no. you know, the... And, and look, I, I guess, you know, John, every sector 
is looking for a slice of the cake of course. in the next couple of, of weeks. And, and that cake has to be very carefully cut to go around mm-hmm. in very difficult times. But that's what you guys are asking for, a, a cut in the pupil-teacher ratio. Your pre-budget submission has asked for a, an increase in the capitation of, of 20%. That's the 183 a day. You've asked for that to be increased. The chances of you getting 20%, John, you know yourself, you, know, you might as well be shouting into the wind, but, but you hope to get something. Yeah, well, well, I mean, exactly. It, it, it just the thing is, it it is grossly insufficient. And and what what does the school do if if the government is not going to prevent it or provide it, and and you want your school to be heated, you you invariably are going to end up asking for a voluntary contribution, yes. which, as I said, our union would not be in favour of. But in terms of the practicalities of a school, if a school doesn't have oil to heat the building for the children, it, it, it often does end up in parents being asked for it. And, and the same parents are trying to, you know, balance their own budget at home right. with the cost of gas and electricity that they're facing at home. So, um, look, we, we just we just think that it's 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 too important, PJ, to, you know, to, to not be dealt with it, it's 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 a very basic issue to to you know physically yeah. fund that that the schools we have are adequate are heated um i'm, I'm sure every, every listener wh- whether they're a parent or not or, or possibly a, a grandparent we, we all want the best for our yes. children a, a comfortable is, place in which to learn you would think you don't uh, you, you shouldn't have to even discuss it john lastly <laughs> i just want to bring up with you uh, there will be a number of children starting in september if they haven't started mm-hmm. already who have come to us uh, from ukraine um and, and how, right. how are they settling in how how is the the system working with them and their parents and families well, I, I suppose PJ, just on, on a general level, just just as the the Irish nation has has opened its arms to the Ukrainian people, the the schools right around the country have opened their doors to, to welcome in Ukrainian pupils, and obviously, um, you you do have pockets where you have large numbers coming in, which which may be you know challenging at the particular school they're going to. But we, we have from the very beginning saying we are more than willing to facilitate, to educate these children who have been displaced from their homes as long as the you know requisite supports are there in terms of English language support. Um, again, a lot of them are coming from, you know, highly stressful, traumatic situations. So, I mean, again, INTO will, will always continue to, to advocate for, for supports to enable these children to, you know, to settle in and be part of the, of the school community. Okay. But uh, again, it, it does come back to, to us uh, to not being shy in, in requesting proper supports yes. for these people, you know. All right. OK, listen, thank you very much. The INTO currently um, has prepared and sending in its pre-budget submission. John Driscoll, president of the INTO and deputy principal of Star of the Sea in Passage West. Courts 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 